This week 13 NFL picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with our partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. It's happening, Kramer Dog. Where's the candle? Are we having a memorial for Daniel Jones, Danny Double Nichols, <laughs> Hammy Jones, Ryan, Hammy, Hammy Jones. Jones, Hammy Jones, where the the hamstring so good it falls right off the bone. Uh slow cook to perfection. I'm kind of getting hungry. I didn't have enough ham during Thanksgiving. He I is did. a pretty attractive man. I know. And I'm wearing the uniform, so I'm putting it right in front of your face. All right. If you know, hey, if Dan- Hammy Jones is a type of guy you like to uh, hang out with Ryan, that's perfectly should we, up to should you. We, not that there's anything wrong with that. Should we start the show over again? No. People like uh they they really enjoy an uh, a ten minute uh monologue about uh, Joe Judge or perhaps the NFL's uh, COVID scheduling. That's what the fans want to hear. Hours upon hours of that. Well, it's funny you bring that up because I noticed the review came in just the other day. Not a waste of time. Five stars. Yes. Hilarious host. Check. Great betting insight. Check. And definitely not too much Joe Judge talk. <laughs> so, Sean, you are on the wrong side of history when it comes to my Joe Judge talking. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> all rise. All rise indeed, Kramer. All rise. Joe Judge, they're going on the road. How's your neck feeling? My neck from what? Looking up in the division. <laughs> I'm just rolling them all out. You are what? Uh <laughs> four and four and uh, seven. Congratulations, Ryan. You guys are unstoppable right now. Unstoppable. No way. No way things come off the rails in uh <laughs> like remember those old watch commercials? Unstoppable. Eli Manning's whatever watches. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh NFC East is bottomed out. Eagles uh looking like complete dog shit, but hey, what are you going to do? Got a lot to talk about, of course. All People the- are worried cuz you're not you don't seem like you're really trying to there's no rallying cries. Well, what is the what is the rallying cry? They fucking I, suck. I haven't seen you like this in years, Sean. That that 2017 season ruined you. How so? Cuz it gave it, it lets you get to the top of the mountaintop. To get to the top of the mountain. Yes, and, and it, we want we got to it, the playoffs three years in a row. We still have a chance to get to the playoffs this year. I 
I'm holding out hope they figure it out, but until they do, I'm not going to, I'm not going to delude myself into thinking <laughs> that Doug Peterson is coaching at, at a high level and Carson Wentz isn't playing at a high level. Mm, yeah. That, that's the thing that's tough. Has the fat head been ripped off the wall? No, I mean the one, uh, my main fat head has been off for a long time now, right? Okay. Uh, the uh, bonus well, fat head that's the, on the washer the dryer. No, you don't. You live. Uh, you you remind me of um, Mr. Burns in that episode where he's he's he he's worried the germs are going to get him, and he lets his fingernails grow really long. Your fingernails would be really long if your if your wife allowed that. But um, yeah, you're living. I mean, they they may as well have some like. We should just rename you uh, Bubble Boy instead of Soy Boy. Living in your own living in your own bubble. It's a great bubble. It's a bubble that allows me to watch eight NFL games at the same time. Sean. That is true. You don't so, have to commute for the podcast. My bubble. Well, I, I, I you know, I, 10 oh, to 15 from, steps Yeah, into the studio. That is into the studio. I was trying to, uh, it was a, it was a Canadian who left the review that oh. I was trying to. And you know what? Now that I remembered that it was Canada, for More. some reason, there's like a weird iTunes Canada thing going on with like the reviews. Well, we learned show up. We learned today uh, in that Spotify rap thing that uh, yeah. we Canada, our biggest uh, growing country. So shout out to the Canadians. Yep. Shout out to the Canadians indeed. And uh, speaking what's your favorite Canadian city, Sean? Oh, I don't know. I've been to uh, Vancouver. That's solid. Tough to beat Montreal. So Montreal, Vancouver, British Columbia. Those doesn't my... have anything to do with the fact that you saw boobs in one of those cities. <laughs> definitely. I mean, Montreal. <laughs> They have the Montreal Comedy Festival. They have poutine mm -hmm. and they have a great uh, club strip club sex. scene. Yeah, it's it's tough to beat Montreal. And that was actually you want to. We spoke of that like like, like like the the Niagara Falls is like a legitimate like natural wonder, but but in high school in New Jersey, people spoke of club super sex in Montreal <laughs> as if it was the same thing. Well, and a little uh, DJ and origin story. The first casino I legally bet at. Mm. Was in Montreal when Very I was cool. uh, when I was nineteen. I I uh, got on a little blackjack run, turned fifteen dollars into like three seventy five, and was ready to drop out of uh, college and become Dude, that, a, a professional blackjack player. Good idea for for an episode, Sean. Uh, I could I spit some stories about the Turning Stone <laughs> in beautiful Verona. All right, the review I was going to uh, let's hear it get to. And it was, uh, it was via Apple podcasts, Canada, and we're a uh, top 20 right now, football podcast in Canada. So, so uh salute to our good friends upstairs. Love this podcast. Upstairs. These guys are funny. They put out a fair amount of content. You have to sift through the picks and find why you like, because the handicap every game, that's what he typed. This guy seems drunk, but that's cool. I still, I still love this review. I just usually fade Ryan. He's a vegetarian, so I assume bad choices are regular thing for him. Give these guys a listen; they are the best free picks going. That is a that is an amazing five star review, and of course, keep keep dropping those five star reviews every Monday. We uh, try a uh, winner for some hashtag merch Monday. And I do enjoy Sean. Sorry, before you get that, I do enjoy how he seemed a little a little irritated that we picked all the games. Have to sift through. Them. Uh, you know, we pick them all, so you don't have to. Make you can, a whale play. You can just pick your favorites. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. And when it comes to picking our favorite sports book, it's a very easy choice. The lead pipe lock for online sports wagering. Mybookie.ag. Use that promo code SGP. Get a fifty percent deposit bonus. 
home of the DJ and only prop bets. We're going to get one of these, Ryan. All it takes is one and our whole season of work will pay off. Those are uh, those are so fun. Tons of prop bets, live wagering, in-game wagering. I know you threw out in the slack, Ryan, the uh, under 43 and a half for that Wednesday night football Steelers. Couldn't believe it. There was a lot of uh, easy prop bets uh, for this Wednesday night football. I mean, we were all over the under on uh, RG three passing. You can bet it all over at mybookie.ag. Use that promo code SGP, where you of course can play, win, and most importantly, get paid, baby. Oh, I would have loved the fire bet or whatever those 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 was it the heater bet the fire bet uh, on some, what do you throw for thirty three yards? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, the, I think the total was like one eighty seven, which was just insane. Did not even come close. And uh, we will have the update for the free roll football contest coming. Uh, I don't know next podcast or whatever, just because the late Wednesday night. You know, a lot of uh, well, maybe, maybe you should tune into the pregame show. Well, and on, that's on the pregame show on and, Sunday, and he's already hit me up with what he wants uh, for the weekly winner. One of the weekly winners is Gambling Engineer, so congrats to him pulling down some free merch, Gambling Engineer. I do enjoy how much you like the proactiveness. Well, of reaching out I before really, we've announced it. I really well. Also, he's. He's keeping an eye on the standings. Make sure Juan from all greens isn't doing anything <laughs> shady. So I appreciate that. Who knows? Juan from all greens, probably a nice guy, but just the oh? fact he calls himself Juan from Walgreens, It's, it's uh, very triggering, right? It's tough. And uh, joining us later on in the NFL mm. picks podcast, Billy Bahate hosted the uh, SGP gambling po- or the soccer gambling podcast to help break down the Eagles Packers. So stay tuned for that one. But let's let's kick it off, Ryan. Let's knock out some of these early games. Sean promises we don't talk any soccer. Uh, let's go. And it's no Thursday night football this week, so you get you get a night off, or you just go watch some college ball, whatever you're, whatever you fancy. Yeah, now we got college football and college basketball. So right to Sunday, ten a.m. The Detroit Lions coming off Thursday night football. <laughs> Thanksgiving and the firing of Matt Patricia. They head to Chicago where a little, little surprised. We don't have two headless teams when it comes to Matt Nagy and his need to get fired <laughs> bears minus three line did not move from the look ahead. Pat Matt Patricia worth zero points in the spread, Sean <laughs> Chicago minus one sixty. Detroit plus one thirty five on the money line. 44 and a half is the total. It's the standard minus three, and I I thought I, I think we both were like, oh shit, this is gonna be the, this is gonna be when we just buy Detroit, right? Yep. I I don't know if it's that simple. I I'll say this, and this started with my fantasy uh, research. I think that I, I think we're gonna have be have, be talking about Mitchell Trubisky having a pretty decent game, and I think this Detroit team is just so banged up. Like, what's the argument other than Patricia? You're, or are you just playing the Patricia? No, that is the angle I'm playing. Okay. I I think this has now. Now you you thought maybe they would be playing for the actual Super Bowl, Ryan, but I think this is the uh, is the Lions is has turned into the Lions' actual Super Bowl of their season. They have a division rival. They have a chance to give an ultimate fu to Matt Patricia. Galladay's still not practicing. That's not great, but they just haven't and, been the same team without him. There's still a chance he plays, so I'm holding out hope for that. Uh, the Akeem Hicks injury it really makes a difference for the Chicago run defense. You saw 
what Green Bay was able to do uh, against the Bears. Please and, don't and compare Green Bay's offense with Detroit's offense. No, no, no. But I'm saying you saw how much worse Chicago's defense is without Akeem Hicks. So yep. if they don't get him back, I think that's huge. Mitch Trubisky has done well against the Lions, but that's in the Matt Patricia era. I still think. <laughs> There is a Who, who's FU. even the new coach? Like, what's going on? I don't with that even situation? know. <laughs> Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. But I, I, I think, I think just you're going to see the kitchen sink game. And there's been a couple times this season where I've, I've ignored the kitchen sink opportunity for the team at my own peril. And uh, yeah, it's Daryl Bevel, who's not a complete idiot. Uh, maybe he is not. I mean, I guess he's not the kind of guy I'm getting stoked about. But all right, no, but he is a. This guy is a Hall of Fame interim head coach. Oh, interesting! Right up there you with pa- crown him. <laughs> right up there with Pat Shermer, another Hall of Fame interim head coach. A guy who you put him in for one game, in the same way that the Eagles destroyed the uh, the Giants after they fired Chip Kelly. Mm-hmm. I think a similar situation here. It's not. It doesn't take a lot for a bad team to beat a division rival as a statement uh, to their as a, as an fu to their former coach. But you're on the you're on the Bears here. I don't. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be arguing for this to be in our circuit contest or anything like no, that. No, I just like I said, I, I was fully prepared to just blindly take the Lions. Um, and it's funny because I'm the guy who takes the Lions every week. Yeah, but it, it, I think, I think the Bears got pretty embarrassed, and uh, you know the the, the wild well, card. So here, did the so did the Detroit Lions, right? No, no, I, I hear you. I'm uh, Packers. Packers rolled it up on the. The thing is, do we know if they're like, do they like Nagy? That's the variable I don't know. And maybe that's the X factor. I think the bottom line, though, Trubisky's finally back on the field. He's got to show out, right? He's got to find himself his next job because it's not, it's not going to be playing quarterback in Chicago. And maybe it's not playing anywhere. Maybe it's handball. Maybe he's got a Jake Plummer future. And, and Ryan, Lions dangerously close to qualifying for the um, close, close your eyes special, special. and long, but, but long rest. But they did. And then the long rest is valid. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play long the- rest. New head coach, kitchen sink, Detroit Lions plus three. Good luck. Cincinnati heads to Miami. Miami laying eleven and a half minus six hundred on the money line. Cincinnati plus four fifty. Forty two is the total. I, w- I of course I watched the entire Bengals game last week because it yeah. was against the Giants, and so I had to listen to Chris Spielman just repeatedly talk about how. This Bengals team is not quitting on their coach. Not quitting on their coach. I did. That's not my takeaway. My takeaway is that the Giants uh, were playing a conservative game plan, game plan thanks to the Clapper, aka Jason Garrett, yeah. and that they had a guy Von Bell who made some exciting plays. I think now they're going on the road into a situation where they're going to play a competent team that's looked really good on defense hungry, at home. Hungry. I'm mad I didn't bet this early. Yeah, I'm still I the line's pretty high. But why is this? Is it? No, is I mean this it's too many high. points. Why is this not thirteen and a half? Well, I'm coming in here saying this is a two touchdown game. Yeah, I, I mean I'm scared because it sounds like they're going to keep pushing for Tua to play, even with that thumb injury, which to me is just insane. Uh, unless he's completely a hundred percent, but I still I still think they're. I just don't think Fitzpatrick is better. Their offense is better with Fitzpatrick. That being said, I'm going to take Miami laying the points. He at, does give you more confidence, though. It is kind of weird. Oh, 
it's magic. Like, oh, you know, well, weird. I don't think it's weird. I mean, he's a veteran quarterback. He knows he's got great chemistry with Devontae Parker. But I think Tua looked good. Is my point. Like, Tua, Tua, Tua's looked pretty good, and but I don't think their offense is as explosive. But he he can run the ball. But so can so can Fitz Magic. Really, to me, this is about Allen, the Bengals quarterback, going on the road against a a, a team, a defense that creates a lot of turnovers. Yeah. Now, you know, Allen threw what one pick, but by all accounts, he probably could have thrown for two, three, maybe even four. The fumbled the ball. Like this guy's gonna turn the ball over a lot in the Miami. Giants also missed. Uh, like it could have been much worse for the Bengals' offense. Yeah. The Giants' defense uh, put a couple interceptions on the ground. Uh, I believe there's a fumble uh, called back. So point being, and I, it, and it, and the Bengals really the only reason they had any points they had that kick return for a touchdown, which that's not and the back door and and the no the like the complete bullshit yeah, up the, nine points doesn't where matter. they were kind of almost letting them score. I mean, again, that's why I like Cincinnati last week the plus six because yeah. it's an easy look at spot for the Giants and it's not a non-conference road game. Weird stuff happens. That's kind of how it shook out, but this. You're going into Miami. Miami needs this game for the playoffs. The defense is hungry. Uh, Sounds like we're lockstep with this one. Yeah, I mean the number is huge, but I don't see how you don't take the Dolphins here. Yeah, not much else to talk about. I I, I don't know if I'm. Are you teasing this? Is this like a yeah. college style teaser? You get it. You get it south of a, a south single of a touchdown. Single, yeah, single touchdown. Is that kind of like eliminates that. the. Uh, well, at least reduces the double score backdoor cover there. But I, I mo- mostly, I think this is just a, a situational kind of, we saw the best of Cincinnati at home against a, a team that lost their quarterback halfway through. And now Miami gets to go home and, and, yeah. uh, and play some ball. Uh, I do think the defensive score defense scores in this one. I'll be looking at that, that prop on, on Sunday, Sean, Jack uh, Indy heads to Houston, big game for Indy here. Uh, Houston coming off a nice win, long rest. Indy would be a closure eye special here, Sean. Got really? completely thumped yeah, by Tennessee. Indy is now minus. They are not because they're the favorite. They're they're laying three and a half, minus one eighty five on the money Ugh. line. Houston plus one sixty. Fifty one is the total. Uh, you know, Houston is one of these teams that's doing a little bit better against the spread in the second half. But I I I do worry because for forty five point nine percent. Of Deshaun Watson's passes this season uh, went to players who aren't going to be playing this week. So w- will that offense adjust? Well, who are they missing besides Fuller? Well, Stills is out. Cobb. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and, and I I think it's easy to assume that you know you can play like I did, Kiki QT for 3,500 in DraftKings. Brandon Cooks could get a lot of looks, uh, but this this Colts team has been so Jekyll and Hyde. And this defense, if this defense isn't going to show up focused in this one, I don't know when they show up focused. I actually, I, I I'm just going to stick to just blindly playing the Colts. Like, like I'm playing blackjack and I've lost four in a row. And I'm like, well, I can't <laughs> possibly lose a fifth. Let's go back to this. Well, uh, what's the word on Buckner? Yeah, he's still, um, I don't think he's, I don't think they've announced whether he's playing or not because he's on the COVID list. Uh, and they can't say some weird thing where they can't say if he tested positive or not, but he's seeming like he's been on there long enough that he probably did test positive. So him not playing is huge. But to me, the injury news now, obviously fuller is out. That's big. He's the number one target. I I still think um, 
Brandon Cooks has a decent game and, and played him in the DFS. I'm still sticking by that angle. Now maybe Xavier Rhodes this slows is still him down. A bad team though. Like I, I think that's what keeps I keep coming back to. Like yeah, we saw them beat. Like you, what what you should listen to is your own advice. They just played Patricia. That's why you liked them last week. They were playing a really bad team, and they can look good beating bad teams. We've yeah. seen that before from Watson. Well, and this I, bunch. I think this is going to be a close game. And the reason I think it's going to mm. be a close game is because Philip Rivers has trouble in games where he has to deal with pressure. Now, the Colts are missing their left tackle, Costanzo. That to me is the biggest injury news of this game. And I think Merciless and you know Watt, uh, you know Watt, maybe a little over the hill, but. He still has a couple games where he really shows up and you know th- tosses guys around a little bit. I mean, he had that defensive touchdown uh, last week, but again, you know, some of it's a competition. But I think him going up against a backup left tackle that's great opportunity. So I think Houston keeps this a game, and I don't know if Indy's quite minus three and a half road favorite territory yet for me. So I'm going Houston as the home dog here. Yeah. I- as I make this pick, I, I don't, I don't really love the position, but I, I don't, I, one of these teams is coached really well. And one isn't, and I just refuse to to get myself in a position where I'm, I'm holding a ticket of Watson versus a well-coached, well-prepared team. So I'm going to take the Colts laying the three and the half, three and a half Jacksonville heads to I'm, I'm chalky this week, Sean Jacksonville heads to Danger. Minnesota. Where Minnesota's laying ten minus four seventy five on the money line, three eighty for the Jags, fifty two and a half is the total. There, uh, it, there was talk of Minshew. Yeah, but no, they they're going with uh, Glennon. They like what they it's saw. It's not going to happen. Glennon looked half decent. This is a de- this is a pretty good matchup for Jacksonville. Yeah, but. this is an interesting game, and uh, we mentioned on the DFS podcast that Thielen was out. Now Thielen is off the COVID nineteen list, so he's back. I'm still going to roll the dice with my cousins uh, Jefferson Rudolph stack. Yeah, why not? And, and yeah, I mean, and, and just kind of hope uh, things happen there. But I I do think, and we talked in the fantasy pod. I do think James Robinson, he's going to be able to get some stuff done against this Minnesota defense. The Minnesota defense pretty banged up. Jags. Defense banged up as well. It looks like they're they could be missing uh, Sidney Jones, their cornerback. Of course, Josh Allen, that uh, stud D lineman. They have one of their few playmakers on defense. He's on IR right now. The other Josh Allen. Minnesota though at Tampa Bay next week. Possible look ahead spot. Why is that a look ahead spot? Well, because they need it for the playoffs, I guess. I don't know if it's a huge look ahead spot, and maybe they remember their NFC Central days. I don't know. <laughs> Just the thought. Here's my but thought. I, I mean, I'm kind of leaning Jacksonville, but no. I've also s- trying to stick to my guns and say no to non-conference road teams. So I'm going to go Minnesota minus ten here. But um, I mean, this Minnesota defense. I wouldn't be surprised if Glennon backdoors it. it it's kind of screaming for that, which is why I'm almost going to zag and maybe I'm getting too cute here. But I'll take Minnesota laying ten. I think the the angle to look at here is that Zimmer takes care of business at home against teams he should take care of business. More importantly, he takes care of business as a home favorite against a non-divisional team, 19 and 7 against the spread. Yeah, that's a strong trend. So, uh, and and speaking of taking care of business, do yourself a favor and Google <laughs> Mike Zimmer's girlfriend. I will I will never make fun of that guy's eye patch ever again. Well, and if you didn't get to see his his home office for the draft, also Google that. I mean, 
but it's hard to not want to root for this guy. I, I think this is a situation where we've seen before Minnesota flexes on bad teams at home. Sometimes they win big. I think this is going to be one of those spots. I think cook can have a big game. I think cousins isn't and- this is. And I, I mean, I kind of, maybe I'm repeating myself here a little bit, but cousins against a bad team at home, early kick, non-conference opponent, cornerbacks are missing. He's getting Thielen back. And, and who knows Dalvin cook could have a huge game. Isn't this just where Minnesota lights it up? Yeah. I think they just, they're, they're a great They're They've been one of the better home teams over the past under, under Mike Zimmer. They've been one of the better home teams and they, they're, they're just a classic bar setting team where they just don't, they don't underperform against shitty teams at home. I guess you would point to last week maybe, but do we, we don't think Matt rule and the Carolina Panthers are a shitty team, right? Yeah, and, and the the Panthers are kind of like that classic scrappy. You underestimate them, but all of a sudden they're in the game and then miss a long field goal. They've had like five games like that where they shouldn't be in the game and then pull it out, but then don't win. But they do cover. I mean, the in the last note I have on this game is Mike Glennon's coming off a good game. So yeah, let's fade that. Mike Glennon on the road. <laughs> Mike Glennon. Probably not. We probably don't need more. <laughs> Analysis than that, Ryan. <laughs> Mike Glennon is a homeless man's Kirk Cousins, so let's <laughs> let's fade him in this spot. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders coming off an absolute ass kicking, Sean. They underperformed. The, they under the four. They underperformed the spread by forty points. God damn you, fucking Raiders! The one time I pick you, yep. the one time I'm like, you know what? I I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take the Raiders. Maybe they're just good. And in hindsight, should have seen them coming off that Chiefs game, classic letdown spot. But five turnovers from the the Raiders on the road—that's insane. And now John Gruden has an opportunity to Long use Cox. use Adam Gase as his fuck boy to make himself feel better. After I'm, you think how oh, can you imagine the Gruden to to loot, to get his ass beat that bad by a bad Atlanta Falcons team? I can't bet I, again. I'm I'm so chalky this week, Sean. I can't bet the Vegas Raiders fast enough this week. Yeah, I, I know. It, who's taking the Jets? And you know, any sort of feistiness or scrappiness out of this Jets team has come when uh, you know Sam Darnold hasn't been in the lineup. Joe Flacco yeah. was kind of getting that offense going. Darnold must real. I mean, this is a back-to-back road game for for Gruden, but yeah, that is a little bit scary and. Here's some things that that maybe we should worry about. Josh Jacobs banged up. He has Booker's a, he has a good. he has a sh- shot to shoot uh, to suit up. Um, Raiders maybe they get their tackle back. I don't know. Darnold. It looks like Jets are getting some of their offensive linemen healthy back. But is this the Jets' first win? No. I just don't see oh. it. And oh, do we have a money line opportunity here? Is that what you're selling me? <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm just trying. John to- Gruden as an eight point road favorite. Holy shit! That is a little scary. But um, and, and Vegas also would have been a close your eyes special yeah. had it not been for the fact that they're playing the Jets. <laughs> the so- fact that they're an eight point. Fa- they sh- again, I w- I I would argue they should be a ten point favorite. So I yeah, I mean, think look at it this way: What would the spread have been if they hadn't lost? By forty points to Atlanta. Well, the look ahead was eight. I mean, honestly, oh, wow. like it, the right, look so. ahead didn't change. That's how bad the Jets are. <laughs> it has to really speak to how bad you are as a team when the look ahead doesn't change at all when one team loses by forty. So, I I don't know what the angle is. I I really don't know what the angle is to bet the Jets. Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, you're you're it's a 
I can't imagine Gruden. They're they're in the playoff race. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta take care of business here, and I think he's going to want to do it nicely. Uh, again, very chalky right now. New Orleans heads to Atlanta. Sean, the Falcons are two and a half point home dogs, plus one thirty on the money line, minus one fifty for the Saints. Forty six is the total. The look ahead was three and a half. It's now two and a mm. half. I was intrigued at two and a, at three and a half. At yeah. two and a half, I, now I'm starting to think. But we always we, the old adage, Sean. You lay the three and a half. You take the two and a half. Sportsbooks clearly begging for action on New Orleans. I, I tweeted this they out. They must know the money's coming in on Atlanta. I, I tweeted this out. It's an interesting. I don't know. If you call it stat or nugget, but Taysom Hill. 30 year old quarterback in the National Football League making $16 million this year. Wow. Zero career passing touchdowns. Mm. It's just, I guess it's just kind of bizarre. And uh, I mean, I get, I understand Not all the circumstances. Garbage time. Like. But like, just think about that as you're picking this game. And we keep going against Taysom Hill and he keeps. He ke- we keep getting soaked by Taysom Hill. And, and this is not nothing, but, and we know I, I pointed out, I think the saints are 17 and three straight up in their last 20 road games, but this is the middle game of a three game road stretch. And, and you, you don't have those a lot in the NFL. And so it, it's interesting because they have Philly coming up on deck, right? Sean, uh, is that accurate? Yeah. No. They have Philly up oh, on they- deck. And so I do wonder if that's a weird situation. I, again, I also, I called this out when I, when I gave a justification for taking the Falcons as my DFS defense, they've seen Taysom Hill already. <laughs> I refuse to believe that Taysom Hill is that good at football that you can't see a guy who can't throw the ball and then learn how to play defense against him. So I believe Raheem Morris is a smart guy. I'm going to take the dog. I'm going to take the two and a half, Sean <laughs> first dog of the day. Well, Julio, uh, that his, his status is big. They're four and two against the spread five and one. If you consider, they probably should have won that Dallas game. When Julio plays, he's limited in practice, kind of trending towards playing. He's going to play. Maybe they get girly back uh, revenge game for Atlanta. That's also interesting, but Sean Payton, 17 and nine against the spread in the second consecutive road game. So maybe the saints, not that that back-to-back road game, not as bad for the saints as other teams. One, I saw a note that Julio would have played last week if it was a playoff game. I like when they give out that kind of note. They well, were arresting him for the Saints. And maybe I guess I'm taking Atlanta, but Jesus, I, I don't know, Ryan. Should we just should we take our medicine and just and just bet on Taysom Hill? No. Enjoy the ride that is the playing the coach's son. No, dude, I I refuse to believe that he's he's gonna see an NFL defense for the second time in three weeks. And they're not going to have some things to shut his ass down. Oh, hopefully, Raheem, my more, my man, Raheem. I'll make a prediction. What's that? Taysom Hill gets knocked out of the game. Wow, <clears throat> Jameis oh Winston sighting. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Awesome to have some Jameis Winston action. Be great. Be able to play a Thrive Fantasy uh, lineup next week, maybe with uh, Jameis Winston in there. We're all over the uh, Thrive Fantasy action. Love it. It's it's great. I did uh, pretty good with the Wednesday night football. Pretty good. Not not didn't quite cash, but I think I went six and four. That Hollywood that last Hollywood Brown touchdown killed me, as well as Tucker. Not not kicking 
I mean, that was just like a game script thing. They weren't going for field goals. That was brutal. But all over the RG three unders, that was great. Uh, and of course, the Snell overs, that was money as well. Thrive Fantasy again. It's it's daily fantasy, but instead of salary cap, you're just picking player props. They give you 20 NFL player props. You pick your 10 favorite over unders. Very simple to do. And uh, decide to sweeten the pot. We're going to be giving away a hundred dollars in SGP merch. All you need to do to qualify is just send in a screenshot of you signing up for Thrive Fantasy using that promo code SGP and uh, email that into podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com for your chance to win with Thrive Fantasy. And again, SGP promo code instant deposit match up to 50 bucks. Let's go, baby. One more early game. Cleveland heading to Tennessee where Sean Tennessee is minus six. Minus two fifty five on the money line. Cleveland plus two fifteen. Fifty three and a half is the total. I, I just don't get this line. The movement from the look ahead number of three. Uh, do, like it, is there something significant that we should be looking at here? Is it, it, it just that Tennessee's like fucked up Indy? That's the only thing I can think of. And to me, this makes Let me down spot. This makes me like Cleveland more. Like what's scary about Cleveland is back to back road game and, and Baker, but the matchups <laughs> mainly Baker. The matchups I, I think really favor Cleveland. And we've seen this Cleveland defense not be amazing the last few weeks, but they get Miles Garrett back. That is huge. And you have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt against this Tennessee defense. I, I think they're really gonna be able to out physical them. Uh, I don't understand the line movement. Now, Cleveland, their passing defense has had some issues, but again, get, getting Garrett back, getting their pass rush going. One thing I do worry about Cleveland has Monday night game against Baltimore they up do. next after the back to back road game. That, so, that worries me a lot. But Tennessee's coming off a huge division win. Now, coming back home, maybe a little let down here. I just think this is going to be a game, right? I mean, I think you would do you. You could do worse than just fading teams after they have massive victories. Yeah, I mean, it's for the same. It's logic. the same reason you take the yeah. close your eyes special. It's the same logic as the close your eyes special, and just I don't know what materially changed with either one of these teams in the past week to move a line from three to six. So for all of those reasons, I, the look ahead spot is real. I think maybe. I mean, they are scrapping for a playoff spot against the Ravens, but they're ahead of the Ravens. So that kind of supreme look ahead situation where normally you'd be like, oh yeah, for sure. Cleveland's looking up at Baltimore. It's a big game for them. It's strangely not because Baltimore's down a little bit this year. And so I'm not, I'm I'm not going to discard it, but I'm willing to still play Cleveland here. So, and and Cleveland needs us for the playoffs. So does Tennessee, I guess, but I, I just, this to me feels like it should be three and a half or four. Where's this six coming from? I, I don't, I just don't understand. It's it. almost like they didn't know where to put it and they figured they were going to get Tennessee money. So they went all the way to six instead of starting at four. Yeah. Well, it, to me, it's a four. Like, what's yeah. this number? Three and a half. If it's three and a half, I'm probably telling you I like the Browns. On a neutral field, is Tennessee three points better? And, and are we still grading Tennessee's home field at three points? I, I just don't know how you get to six points here. And I've been super critical and shitting on the Browns all season, but um, six, six points for this for a somewhat decent Browns team. They got Jarvis Landry going. 
And again, Tennessee has issues with their secondary. I think six points is way too much. Uh, they also don't don't exactly. Uh, they're not exactly a a like great defensive line against the run. So I I think this is a situation where you know the more I looked at it, the more you could really you could do all right by getting the Brown. I think the Browns could have a pretty successful uh, game with the running backs, especially through the air. Uh, let's take the point, Sean. I, I, I mean. There's no reason this couldn't be an outright situation. We've seen Tannehill look horrible when he's getting rushed. You mentioned Garrett. So, all right, afternoon football, 105 on the West Coast. The Giants and probably, probably Colt McCoy. We'll see. Danny Dimes is Tammy Jones. Keep throwing your shade, baby. He's he's ta- he's taking us all the way to the promised land. Seattle coming off the Monday night uh football against those Eagles. Another big move from the look ahead of seven and a half. I guess Danny Dimes only worth two and a half <laughs> points. There isn't really a line out there in the wild right now. Uh, we're going off the Capper Cup minus ten. Giants have been good uh against the spread and have a good on the defense. road. Uh, defense is solid, but I I think this is just a a matchup nightmare. The way the the Seattle's offense is kind of clicking. Now they were on the road and they had a couple chances. They should have blown out the Eagles. I mean, they the Eagles got some nice fourth down stops, but I think at home in December, Seattle, this is when things really start clicking for this team. You look at their against the spread and straight up numbers in December, especially at home. Seattle just dominant. Um Colt McCoy on the road outdoors in Seattle, not a spot I want to be on with any amount of points. I, I just don't know how this giants defense, which has played well, will be able to slow down Seattle's offense and Seattle's defense has been playing a little bit better uh, than they were previously. You know, they're 32 or 32nd in the league passing defense. That defense has gotten a little bit better. Now I'm not grading that off of the Eagles struggles. Cause I think it's more just the Eagles offense sucking, but I think their defense has gotten a little bit better, and I think this is a unlimited performance from Danger Russ. And uh, you know, Wayne Gallman, Colt McCoy. I just don't think enough firepower for the Giants to make this a game. I mean, I, I think the interesting thing will be is the Giants have been finding interesting ways to get to the quarterback lately, and while. Uh, Adams on the other side of the ball certainly gets a lot of hype for the way that he he's all over the place. Peppers has played pretty well for the Giants, and this is a team in Seattle with the second worst adjusted sack rate for an offensive line in the league. We've seen Russ just look in weird weird spots where he just has looked bad, even against those Eagles. Like there were series where you're like, "What are you doing? What is going on with this game?" And then you see, uh oh, Seattle's got a big divisional game on deck against the Arizona Cardinals. Big, big. You, you sure about that? Big game. No, they're playing the Jets at home. Oh, am I looking at the wrong <laughs> schedule? <laughs> yeah. Damn. I I tried to look at the look ahead angle, and they're playing the Jets at home. So that's not a it's not a look ahead spot for Seattle. Regardless, irregardless. <laughs> I I uh, I wonder if this Seattle team is capable of covering a big spread. Seahawks 51 and 34 against the spread as a home favorite oh, since 2007. On. Different and teams. 34 and 18 against the spread in week 11 or later since Take 2004. Get that 13. trash out of here. <laughs> no, I'm just saying they Seattle in general finds their rhythm later in the season. So enjoy your plus 10. 
I'm I think gonna you're going to need the it. points. Uh, oh, okay. I'll be sure to. Uh, the beat reporters have me optimistic that Colt McCoy is going to get it done. <laughs> I, All right, let's let's just isolate that sound drop. Colt McCoy is going to get it done. Okay. Rams head to Arizona, where the Cardinals are minus. I'm sorry, the Cardinals are plus three, plus one thirty on the money line. Minus one fifty for Jared Goff and the Rams. Forty eight and a half is the total. Oh. This is a real interesting spot. Uh, Kyler kind of been a different quarterback since he hurt the shoulder. Sean, he only has ten rush attempts total in the last two games. He was averaging ten a game before he hurt his shoulder. They've kind of been a different team. Yeah, that's true. Um, and someone uh, I forget who on the on the pregame show in the chat pointed out. To take Murray under rush attempts because he just hasn't been running the ball as much. I don't know though. Is this Jared Goff is a road favorite? That's scary to me. The Rams have the Cardinals number, so that's what you have going for them. But isn't that division e- interesting? It's like the Niners own the Rams. The Seahawks seem to seem to own the Rams as well. Yeah, and yet in. Look, I, I I think anyone can beat anyone in that division, and that's why, gun to my head, I, I would think I would take Arizona plus three. But Rams, they've won seven out of the last eight, including six straight. Um, the spread just—why are they a three-point road favorite? I mean, pick them. Maybe I'm taking the Rams, but you know, we saw last week Whitworth not being in there. I, I think um, you you saw them get a pass rush on Golf, and Arizona seemed to get a pass rush on Cam as well. Probably should have won that game, but Arizona could also make. If it wasn't for that hail mary catch, they probably you know would have lost four in a row. So, why is this a full three? Yeah, that's what I don't right? get. Okay, same same argument. Feels like we should be talking about taking two and a half with Arizona. I got to imagine that's where this line's going to come to uh, by by Sunday, right? Like this is moving. Oh, like it's not going to get to Rams minus three and a half. So I think if you like Arizona, you grab it right now. Yeah, uh, let's just. I'm going to go Arizona plus three. I don't feel amazing about this, just because of the Rams' history of owning the Cardinals. But I don't know. Maybe maybe Murray gets that shoulder a little bit more healthy. Uh, maybe they get something going on the. I don't know. I mean, J- Ramsey, I guess, can slow down Hopkins a little bit. It's also concerning to see the money. Uh, 80% on the Cardinals, and yet the line is holding at three. Mm. What does that tell you, Sean? All right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna zig. Give me give me the Rams minus three. Just reading the latest injury report of is Murray that, being limited. Is and this just gonna be one of those games where you know what? Cliff Kitchen. I, I can't really win, Ryan, because I have nicknames going for both teams. So either I'm going against. Jared Goff sucks Island and I'm, and I'm feeling great about that or I'm going against cliff kitchens. But then when the game happens, then I'm going to be like, shit, I really bet on cliff kitchens or shit. I really bet on Jared Goff sucks Island. This is the ultimate stay away game, Sean. Um, I, and all right, I'm making a change. Once again, Arizona plus three, Jared yeah. Goff sucks Island, better nickname, better phrase. What are you doing? Kramer? I think the right thing to do is to take the points with the home team. Cause I, I just, I think too much of this year, I've been avoiding looking at the number and looking at the situation and, and regardless of what uh, you know, the injury report could skew towards the Rams a little bit, but I, I just, 
I'm not taking it. Go, golf has been bad. And I just, I can't, can't get behind that right now. Cliff kitchens get figures it out against another coach. You love to hate Sean. McVay. <laughs> All right. Well, we got the uh, Packers Eagles coming up. Let's uh, bring on our good buddy, Billy Bahate joining us on the line, host of the soccer gambling podcast, part of the sports gambling podcast network and diehard Packers fan. Our friend from across the pond, Billy Bahati. Billy, uh, h- how do you think your Packers are going to do against my Philadelphia Eagles this coming Sunday? Well, I think we'll obviously win the game. That's not one of the games. <laughs> I, that's that, that's not one of the games I'm looking at where I'm worried about getting the number one seed. Um, I, I think we can win out, but the thing is, it looks like the Saints could could win out as well. So I'll be supporting the Falcons on on Sunday. But yeah, I'm not worried about the Eagles. I don't like. Um, taking us to to cover these kind of spreads because we play down to like shitty teams, which you are. Oh, how um, dare you! <laughs> so um, how yeah, I mean, dare we, you? We we didn't cover against uh, against Jacksonville, um, and that that was a similar kind of spread. So I'm <laughs> I'm a bit worried about getting getting backdoored. Although, although I had the Eagles on Monday and backdoored the world on uh, on Monday. The thing is, is that that was one of the most apparent things to me in, in, in sports where I know now the teams know the spread because it was like, <laughs> okay, we're a shit team. We're a shitty team, but we've got a big Philadelphia sports following. So we know that our supporters would have backed <laughs> this spread. So let's cover it. There's no way they didn't know it was six and a half when they're going for two. Yeah. I mean, maybe this was Doug Peterson's last chance at saving his job. Hey, we may have lost the game. We may have looked completely <laughs> like shit. We may have Wasted uh, a year of Carson Wentz in his prime, but God damn it, we covered on Monday night. Well, Laurie had a big bet. I, I don't know if you saw him in the, bo- <laughs> in the up in the box. He was looking very nervous. Yeah, it's gotten to the point now where he, they're embarrassing ownership. And uh, I mean, as much as I love the Philadelphia Eagles, I can't take them here, even though they're getting eight and a half points over at my bookie. Total sitting at forty-seven. They're still stuck in auto fade. I, I think they're going to have trouble slowing down the the Green Bay passing offense, but really, it's just their own offense. Now, now Green Bay has struggled defending the run, but could, could be a Miles Sanders game. It could be. He could break off a couple big ones, but I just in this in the National Football League, Ryan, you have to be able to throw the ball, and and they're not rolling out Carson Wentz. There, there's no chemistry between the receivers and the quarterbacks. I'm on. Green Bay laying eight and a half. I mean, how can you I'm, take this? I'm shocked because I've been listening to this show for about eight years, and last week I had to rewind because I heard you take Seattle. Yes, <laughs> I had to like backtrack. I was like, what, "What's going on here?" Like maybe they're they're getting a little bit sensitive to the iTunes reviews, and now they're starting to like pick their own teams honestly. And I saw I heard some honesty there, and now I'm hearing it again. No, it's this shocking. is this is just this is fuck you, Doug Peterson. Fuck you, the organization right now. This is a wake up <laughs> call to the Eagles and the organization to get their shit together, so I can become so I can go back to being the Homer I was born to be. They're not letting me be a homer, and it's driving me crazy. In right Sean's now. eyes, he's giving them the cold shoulder, and yes. they're going to respond to him. I'm playing you know, hard I, to I, get. I do a podcast. I do an NFL podcast with a with a Bears fan, and since they were got to like around five, three, five, and four, he's been saying this every week. I want to lose every game. <laughs> I want everybody fired. Like we need to get rid of everybody here. Like, and it's it's the same with him every week. Like this week, he's rooting for Detroit. He's rooting for the Packers last week. 
He wants to tank like the whole season and everybody yeah, yeah. spoiled American sports fans. We don't have relegation. The Eagles can't get sent down no, to the college ranks. To be clear, <laughs> right. I'm not rooting for them to lose. I'm just living in reality oh. right now. And I, I want them to win. But I want Sean, them to on. knock out the, uh, the, the, the giants out of first place. I don't care about the draft pick, especially if Howie Roseman is the guy making the draft pick. So I don't care about that. I want to win the yeah, NFC East. But you, I just don't see them beating the green Bay but Packers you picked against them last week on yes. the show. And then by the time the game was played, you were tweeting things like let's fucking go. Yes. Which I'm cheering me- <laughs> for them. Uh, but I, I'm my pick is against them. Yes, uh, I'm not going to root for my pick to th- be right. I'm going to root a, for the Eagles. This is just as confusing as the NFL's uh, COVID. Oh policies. my God, right? <laughs> Do we have to go back to that again? You no, really, you really don't understand. We have a guest on. Please, let's not be right, rude. Let's not fight it, in front of the guest. So, it's so trash, and like you could actually continue to lose, and then just. All you need to do is focus on week uh, 16 and, and 17, I believe, is when you play your divisional games, and then yeah. you just need to and, win those two. And, 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 you could, and you could and you could go out and you could go to the playoffs with six wins or four, or even five. <laughs> yeah, and I think that I still I'm holding out hope that that tie is going to be what what helps <laughs> exactly launch yeah. us into the <laughs> NFC's title, and especially with this week, if you did a money line parlay of the the Ravens playing the Cowboys Tuesday night just to win the Packers playing the Eagles just to win Steelers playing the, the football team just to win. And the Seahawks playing the giants just to win. You're getting plus odds on that 14 money line parlay. Sean, you obviously are not following the giants beat reporters. Colt McCoy <laughs> is fire taking the reps with the ones. All right. So, uh, so you're on green Bay Kramer. I'm assuming you're on the Packers as well. It, it's I'll say this as someone who at one point was very disappointed for the future because Carson Wentz looked like a legitimate franchise quarterback that was going to be around for years to come. He looked, he, he looked worse than trace McSorley rolling okay. out there as a third string quarterback, but for the they Baltimore didn't even Raiders. roll it's Speaking of rolling out, they don't even roll Carson Wentz out. the thing he does best one for one for 17 yards on rollouts. They don't fucking so, do. So you are putting yourself squarely in the position of, I know they have to fire the coach before the quarterback. So let me make sure I'm on the quarter in the quarterback's camp. You no. want to see him with another coach? I, I mean, he I, looks broken. I, yeah. What I was going to say is he, he looks needs he needs a new coach. He doesn't certainly. trust. He doesn't trust what the receivers are going to do, and he doesn't trust yeah, the offensive line. He's not line. seeing the field. Uh, the offensive line has been bad, but he's also holds on to the ball too long. It's not like just one thing do, going wrong. Is he still referred to as the Ginger Jesus? No. Okay. Just, he's just the, a carpenter. The Ginger Judas. Carson <laughs> Wentz. You know, right look now. at this week and uh, quite worried about how easy the teasers look. Like you could take <laughs> the pack. You could take Packers down to three and just pair them up with Steelers down to three, and you think, okay, I've got like a two-team teaser there at even money. And then you're looking at this um, Seahawks game. There's no Jones. Um, you would think that the Giants are, if they're going to get through to the playoffs, they've got to win either against the um, the Browns or the Arizona Cardinals, and then win the win win the game against uh, Dallas, right? So you so you, you're thinking that the Giants don't really turn up for this game this week. So the, the teasers that are sitting around just look too easy. Um, it, it's scary to me. I, I'm wondering if um, if if I'm going to regret playing them or or whether I'm just going to leave them. And then just wonder how I left all that money behind on Sunday. It's, it's a really great, It's a great point, Billy, because over the course of the season, I've been accumulating open uh, two teamers with one open spot, and there's definitely like I think this week I close them all. 
Cause I'm with you there. There's some close si- the trunk. You just close. I, I there, there's a number of, of positions that seem, you know, what could possibly go wrong easy. Right. Well, and, and Billy, I want to, I want to wish congratulations oh. to you for uh, throwing out the lock yeah. at plus 1000 for the uh, Tyson fight to be ruled a draw. You seem to have a knack for uh, picking uh, sports that are essentially rigged. Yes, yeah. that are corrupt and essentially rigged, which also uh, brings us. You're doing a new podcast, uh, talking. Uh, I don't know what do you call it? wrestling WWE. <laughs> what, what's going yeah. on with that? So um, for, through my um, through, through through covering wrestling at the same time, I've been covering wrestling and um, and sports betting, mainly soccer at the same time. Uh, there's a lot more money in sports betting. I mean, just if you look at my two <laughs> patrons. One's one's making about ten times more money than the other because these these people are largely um, unemployed. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's there's still a big big fan base there. So we're giving them now free content with this show that we're doing. I've been working with uh, Vince Russo for um, the most of this year. Who Vince Russo is? So when wrestling was really good, and when most of you guys were watching it, when Hulk Hogan was doing it, but just actually outside of the Hulk Hogan goody goody era where it was trained, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. It was the next era where he was a bad guy in WCW. And on the other side of it, WWE, which was WWF at the time had the rock, Steve Austin, undertaker mankind. So the guy that wrote all of that and changed it from a, a kiddie thing to a adult thing where it, and ever and revolutionized it. His name is Vince Russo. He was the guy who created that era, which was called the attitude era. And then it was to compete uh, with WCW who were beating WWF that was called the Monday night war era. And that took place between, um, 1997 and 2001. So he completely changed WWF and made it the, the huge company. He basically created the rock. So that film star that you see the, the character was created by Vince Russo. So he was the head writer for the WWF. And then he got millions of dollars then to go across to the competition and, and write for WCW. So he's been on both sides of that Monday night war. And now we do a podcast with him and we relive it. So a couple of episodes are out now, but when we get to, we're just kind of um, going back through the years, 1995 and 1996, when we get to January, um, January, 2021, we'll be looking back at January, 1997. When we get to um, February 2021, we'll be looking at February 97 and so forth. So we'll be running through that whole that whole period and and talk and look at how a wrestling show is really written and the ideas that were turned down and what these guys are really like, what Hogan's like, what Piper's like, what Randy Savage is like, what Steve Austin's like, what The Rock was like. So you'll get all of that on the show. So I I mean, obviously, the, 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 I don't think that the people listening to the show are, are mainly watching wrestling now. Although there's a lot of advertising for WWE on, Fo- on Fox. Billy, you'd be surprised because even someone like myself, who has never been into wrestling, I, I was intrigued by that era mainly because that's when I was learning how to use testosterone, and and mainly because <laughs> you're you're damn right. I threw someone in a Stone Cold Stunner. And by the way, for the younger audience, every time he says The Rock, he's referring to Dwayne Johnson. My kids right. have no idea who The Rock is. It's disappointing. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, The Rock, of course, is uh, the second. They know Dwayne Johnson though. Second he played most, Maui. Second most uh, famous graduate from Freedom <laughs> High School. Myself being, of course, the most famous. And Ryan. 
breaking news. Oh. Wrestling as writers? I didn't know <laughs> this at all. And, uh, it's real to me, man. We should put a trigger alert on this uh, <laughs> the beginning of this podcast because some of our <laughs> listeners will be severely disappointed. Uh, all right, so make sure you check out that podcast. From well, it's cool. It's cool. I didn't. Get, I don't think I give out. Yeah, the name, give out actually. the name. Uh, yeah, it's called podcast. It's called podcast on a pole. Um, just it's just a joke because. Um, one of the matches that Vince Russo created was where you had to go up a pole and get stuff, be it like a chair or, oh, or yeah. um, they, 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 he once put someone's like mum on a pole um, <laughs> where like, where like he, there was a storyline over, over somebody's mum. So uh, yeah, like she was, it was Judy Bagwell. Her name was Judy Bagwell <laughs> on a pole. So yeah, I mean, it was just, I mean, there's obviously like, there was a lot of comedy in wrestling at the time along with the serious stuff, but this is what the guy did. Like he made it a bit, sexual he made it he had introduced like adult storylines blood all this kind of stuff uh, he made it for the the generation that was coming up so when we were teenagers i think all of us were teenagers at the same time me and you guys um mid 30s ish now um so yeah he was he was the writer at that time yeah so his podcast on a poll but uh, elsewhere, you'll just find me here on the um, Soccer Gambling Podcast, which you should should subscribe to. Yes, just own separate feed, Soccer Gambling oh, oh, Podcast. Winners only. Just just to be clear, winners only. <laughs> and uh, Billy, before we let you go, throw out a. Uh, do you have an NFL lock? Anything else you really like in the NFL this week? Yeah, until I can figure out why, and I've like tried to look at a few more things today. I'm gonna take the Colts at minus three. I even expected this to move. And it's worrying me that it hasn't moved because obviously with the news that's come out about the the Texans players, and obviously they weren't having a good season anyway, and they needed to win out. Um, that would have been that would have been something that I would have thought would have moved. Plus, even without that that whole of that news coming out, the situation alone from how bad the Colts looked, I just it's such a weird year. I can't figure out teams. I don't know who the Rams are. I don't know who the Colts are. And normally you're saying this stuff week six or seven, like I don't get these teams. But you're not re- usually into like week 12 and 13 and you're not understanding what teams are going to do week to week. Um, and the Colts and the Rams are definitely two people that fall under that category. Um, 49ers are another one. Obviously, the season's been messed up by injuries and stuff. And now you're looking at them and thinking, well, they could actually make a run to the playoffs. Like the the Cardinals playoff spot is definitely on on the line in the NFC if, um, if the 49ers can go on a run. So yeah, there's loads of, it's, it's a really weird season where you can't work teams out and the Colts are one of them, but I do think that they, they win this weekend. I think that's my favorite play at the moment. So you're other, saying, than, other than about five, five teasers I could give out, but I won't. So you're saying it's the kind of year where a team could win the super bowl and finish with a record of 10 and 10. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, getting into the playoffs <laughs> at six and 10. Look out. All right. Well, uh, thanks as always, Billy. I make sure you check out all the work Billy does the fight show on the uh, sports gambling podcast network feed. Of course, the soccer gambling podcast follow on Twitter at SGP soccer. And for you wrestling fans, make sure you subscribe to podcasts on a poll and uh, appreciate the time, Billy. Have a good, have a good weekend, man. Thanks for having me on guys. Cheers. Thank you. Always great talking shop with Billy Bahate. Oh yeah. Ace per head. That's right. Ace per head. That ace is the place. You want to get your own online sports book going and why wouldn't you man? So much action happening Wednesday night football, Monday night football, action, college basketball, NBA right around the corner. Aceperhead.com/sgp. Sign up there. 
Use that awesome sign up link that we give you, and you get up to six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free of their amazing sports book software. Mobile wagering, in game wagering, they do it all, and they set the lines, they grade the wagers, they do all the heavy lifting for you. Very easy to use, very easy to set up, very easy to understand. You don't have to be a rocket science scientist <laughs> to be a bookie. Don't let them, uh, I know you see these bookies out there and you're like, God, that guy must be a genius. No, all he does is go to acebread.com slash SGP, sign up there, use that sign up link, get up to six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free acebread.com slash SGP. All right, Sean, more afternoon football, one twenty-five on the West coast, the Los Angeles chargers playing in a intentionally empty stadium, taking on probably really good for this matchup, taking on the Boston Patriots chargers are a pick them. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Well, I guess the Patriots are also a pick them 47 and a half is the total. Cam Newton just looks bad. Yeah. Sham time. I don't know. Like, tell me why. Yes, Anthony Lynn's horrible. Yeah. Anthony Lynn's like, he just doesn't know how to win football games. Yep. You're making uh, my points for me, right? Uh, I, I, how do you, these teams. Melvin Ingram out for the season. Oh, that's and when him good. and Bosa are there, they really are unstoppable. Just Bosa, still oh. pretty awesome. But I think Belichick can scheme up enough. And the Patriots, this run heavy wing T type bullshit that they're going to be pulling is just the Chargers kryptonite. Chargers defense is just missing so many guys and the huge coaching advantage. Is Herbert going to be able to throw the ball? Sure. Yeah. Is Eckler going to be going to get like 12 points uh, on catches yeah. alone in DraftKings? At yeah. least, yes. Are they going to lose by uh, <laughs> a field goal at the end of the game? Yes. Why do we have to overthink this, Ryan? Uh, because I, I, why do I have to, do I pick the chargers every week? Probably it, this is probably part of my formula for why this season's not going well. Uh, fuck. Now, now the chargers, which by the way, how do the pay, how do uh, considering how much people like to point out how the NFL hates the Patriots? Yes. They are starting a three game road road trip. But two of those games are in the next in the same stadium. Yeah, I guess any, that's not much of a road trip then. Are we? Is there any bit of handicap around the fact that they're staying in LA for two weeks? Do you think guys have maybe gotten their their two weeks worth of drugs? <laughs> well, I mean, Cam Newton he's going to be distracted by all the amazing hat shops we have here. Well, that's I, I mean, you're entering the scarf mecca. Of Los Angeles, and you we're expecting him to prepare for a game. You know, this is Scarf Central, baby. You're making a lot of good points now. Give me the Chargers. <laughs> come on, Ryan. Come on, we're a professional handicapper. Chargers are winning this game. No, they're not. San Diego Super Chargers charge. Chargers are winning this game. Denver heading to Kansas City on Sunday night football. The Chiefs laying the full two touchdowns. Minus one thousand on the money line, six fifty for the Broncos. Fifty-one is the total. Now, why, why are the Chiefs fourteen, and the and the Dolphins aren't? Why are the Chiefs fourteen and the Vikings aren't? Hmm. Why are the Chiefs fourteen, and the Raiders aren't? I mean, that one makes more sense. <laughs> well, Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. They have Tyreek Hill. What's the deal with this Denver team? Are they just out on playing football this year? 
Well, um, they've been kind of all over the place. Obviously, Kendall Hinton, not a great quarterback. He's not starting this week. No, he's not. Denver, two and twenty, straight up in Arrowhead in December. <laughs> so they, I mean, they you know, so even, you're even, telling me there's a chance. Even pre Patrick Mahomes, they kind of took business, or you know, they took care of business at Arrowhead at home. Uh, I guess I'm a little worried that this could be Denver Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe this is the game they really get up for. I mean, if you remember that last game, Denver was kind of hanging around, just some special teams touchdown, defensive touchdown, really the difference. But can we really expect any? And but I think Kansas City, quite frankly, is playing better than they were last time, right? Also, uh, kudos, someone uh, sent in an email. With a nickname for Drew Locke, and that's a small cock lock. <laughs> Which is, I guess, the opposite of a you know big what? dick Nick. I forgot about that. I'm not betting on a guy with the small cock nickname. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. Casey, Listen, Casey's on fire. I mean, what's what's your angle though? The last time they played, it was 43-16. Yeah. Well, I guess the angle would be oh, they got a lot of they got defensive touchdowns, special teams touchdowns. I just this Denver offense completely out of sorts. They are going to be much better. The, the thing that leads me to being like, wow, should we just take Denver? Is because they're coming off a game where they literally didn't have a quarterback. Yeah. And, but I, can't, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes just covers, right? He didn't cover last week. He's coming off a non cover, which is pretty <laughs> rare for Patrick Mahomes. And he's pretty good at covering. So I, I think. I don't know, man. I, I'm just gonna take the Chiefs and not overthink it. There certainly is a world where Denver gets up for this game, where the fact that uh, the Chiefs are, they don't have their right tackle, Mitchell Schwartz, they're able to get some pressure on Patrick Mahomes, but then he's, Mahomes is gonna scramble around like it is uh, 14 points in a divisional matchup, Sean. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, it's back-to-back games of not covering, so which is I just think in in that weird way they're kind of do right. Denver has looked pretty bad. Denver has looked pretty bad. Uh, let's let's lay the points. I and wait, are they not? Uh, did you not qualify them for the close your eyes special? Denver. Yeah. Did I miss that one? Well, I guess it depends. What did the line? The I guess oh, the line closed the line at sixteen and a half. Seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't no, perform yeah. it by twenty. It would have been a close your eyes special if you used the line that we used on the podcast <laughs> of like four yeah. and a half. And you were giving me shit for counting my win. Of Pittsburgh minus four, but I feel like if we're going to punish ourselves for getting Denver incorrect, You're then we right. got to give ourselves points. The other, You're right? Uh, look, I think Sunday night football, Mahomes shows up, and and we, you know, st- probably a stinker, probably the kind of game. Maybe we're doing the recap show a little early this Sunday, Sean. Yeah. Buffalo. Wait a second. Did I screw something up? Did I miss the? I did. Buffalo heads to San Francisco for the. No, this is it. This is in Arizona, but San oh, Francisco yeah. is the Buffalo home team. heading to Arizona. Yep. San Francisco also heading to Arizona. Yep. I missed this one. This was a this is a earlier afternoon kick. Game is uh being played. No, no Monday. What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Your this sheets is, all messed up. No, this is fine. This is a Monday night. There's two is, Monday nights, no, Ryan. I, I I I see what I did wrong. I didn't resort the. Uh, no, it's it's because we have a fucking Tuesday night game. To, God, all right, first game on Monday. We have a two p.m. West Coast kick <laughs> game on Monday. We're not gonna do the Buffalo game now. Oh, that's because right. that's the real one. That's the later one. Okay. We're gonna come back to that. All right. Um, God damn it, I'm all I'm all flustered now, Sean. Everything's everything's wrong. 
Washington coming off Thursday night, Turkey day football uh, against the Steelers who just played hours ago. As we record this, the line is Pittsburgh minus seven and a half minus three eighty five on the money line. Washington plus three twenty five. Forty three and a half is the total. This is an interesting game for Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's down to seven and a half. Okay, because I when I was looking at it, I, I was seeing a nine, but a seven and a half. That hmm, that kind of changes things. I don't know, Ryan. <sighs> Pittsburgh, they're just really. Good. What is it in the Capper Cup? Capper Cup has it at nine, and that's what I was looking at. But Pittsburgh is just really good, and uh, you know, maybe Pittsburgh is looking ahead to Buffalo because they have a uh, they got a Buffalo game coming up after this. But I, I'm just going to kind of keep leaning into fading non-conference road teams, and Alex Smith, I think, is really going to struggle against this Pittsburgh defense. Now, huge rest disparity, so that favors Washington. But I don't Pittsburgh's think they're dealt with it though. Uh, yeah, and I don't. This Pittsburgh team just figures it out. Tomlin at home, Big Ben at home. I I think we're kind of getting a gift that it's this low at seven and a half. I I just think this Pittsburgh defense is really going to shut down that Washington offense. Like the Washington offense has shown some light, but or a little bit of life. But they've also played like the Cowboys. You know, they 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 move the ball against Detroit. I don't think Alex Smith is that good. And I think we're going to realize that when we see him, what happened in the past week that caused the look ahead to move off of 10 and a half that I don't know that. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I think, you know what? Let's I think it's it. probably just let's challenge ourselves more. Make it nine. Why are you doing that? Right? Pick it at nine. Is it is it nine over at my book? My bookie actually doesn't have it right now. Okay. So, all right, then we'll go with the Capra cup line. That's fair. But uh, either way, even at nine, I'm going Pittsburgh. Oh, here. actually, you know what? No, let se- seven and a half is live at, at like the circuit right now. Oh, okay. Well, then let's use that line. Seven let's and a half, it. right? Let's do Sp- it. Picking games against the spreads hard enough. You're trying to make it more challenging. Yeah, I, I just don't see where the line movement came from. I, I understand the rest disparity. Uh, I understand that Pittsburgh kind of lays eggs sometimes against bad teams. Yeah. But did you watch the the post game presser with Big Ben? He was he was not happy. How with offense they got played, a, they got a chip on their shoulder, and they dropped a ton of balls. They were pretty sloppy in that win against the Ravens. Win and cover. He made a joke too. He goes, uh, "He's like, yeah, we're gonna have to get right to watching film with uh, this double header we got." Uh, <laughs> they don't seem happy with the the cue the X Files music treatment from the NFL. The completely fair treatment in your eyes from the no, NFL. No, again, I I'm not saying. And I'm going to take the Steelers right. because they just find a way this year. They, they they find a way to be uncommon, as our friend Merrill. I didn't says. I didn't say it was fair. I didn't say life is unfair. Yep. COVID yep. is unfair. I'm just no, explaining. I get it. You're just reading the words on the page. No, I'm just explaining their logic. If you have back to back days with consecutive yep. testing, uh, a positive and a, test and a winning record. No. Denver didn't have back to back. Denver didn't lose 26 guys from 10 days of consecutive tests. Yeah. Denver lost one guy from a positive test and three yeah. guys from contact tracing. And those three guys lied to the NFL. So they weren't going to be sympathetic at all. Yeah. And they lost more games than they won. Most importantly. Right. So you're, <laughs> you're saying if Denver was six and five, I'm just saying if it was, they were more relevant, the situation so might've been treated. Okay. So this was, this is all a part we're, of the we're NFL on this now. Well, it's we're back on this. They moved the game to Wednesday afternoon. We got Trace McSorley yep. at playing at twelve at three Look, o'clock in the afternoon. You know, that is not that to me doesn't scream like mission accomplished I, I conspiracy sta- for the NFL. I stand with you, Pittsburgh Steeler fans of the world. 
No, I send me a terrible towel. I will proudly wave it. I get it. I would be pissed too. If I was a Steelers fan, it sucks. It's a shitty situation, but I'm just explaining to you their logic and what they're operating on. Buffalo heads to Arizona. I, I mean, you do understand their logic. I, at least. I, I understand Okay. that you're a shill for the NFL. And they're, and they're <laughs> I do. I do. I love the NFL. <laughs> Buffalo heads there. If Arizona. they had a bye week, they would have rescheduled the the Broncos game. Maybe Buffalo heads to San or heads to Arizona, where San Francisco will also be headed uh, because they can't play their game at home. Buffalo minus one, minus one thirty on the money line. San Francisco, aka Arizona, plus one ten. Forty eight is the total. So this is the like you don't have to do the exercise. This is the neutral site. Yeah, and Buffalo's only one point favorite so, over San Francisco. I, I this game this line makes no sense to me. Now I know the Bills offense not quite as good with John Brown out and San Francisco kind of figuring things out a little bit. Part of that though I think is they just kind of Shanahan I, owns McVay from back in the the Redskins days. Yeah. And that's what they called him back then. Um <laughs> so I can say it. But I think and I and I've kind of been holding tight to fading non-conference road games, but this isn't a road game. This is a neutral field game. It is a road game, though, for both teams. It's a road game for it's a non-conference road yeah. game for both teams. <laughs> and Buffalo, they played in Arizona. They played in Arizona a couple of weeks ago, and they looked damn good. Josh Allen looked good. If it wasn't for that hail Mary, which I don't think Nick Mullins can throw the ball 55 yards in the air. They would have won that game. That is interesting. They just played on this field. No, like the familiarity. I, I, how is that not a little bit of advantage? And the irony here is the Buffalo bills are almost kind of like a dome team. The way Josh Allen needs ideal th- throwing conditions. When has Josh Allen struggled? He's actually struggled in weather. Like he's, he looked bad against that jets team. He's looked bad a couple other times, but when the weather's been nice in Buffalo, he's played really well. And I, I think in a dome here, it's a great spot for the bills. Oh, see, I worry about the fact that he's high variance. And this is a situation where I think the Niners could very well, like they're, they're, they're going to be the better coach team. They're going to be the team that makes less mistakes. Mm. I, I, don't I, think, know. I mean, Sean McDermott's, I think a pretty good coach. I back. Josh Allen makes a lot of mistakes, Sean. This is a higher variance team. I, I think. I no, th- I, I don't disagree, but I, I don't think there's a huge coaching disparity from uh, Shanahan to Sean McDermott. Shanahan's having a great year coaching, but Sean McDermott, I think, is a pretty good coach. Yeah, and while I would love to be getting a couple more points here, to your point, like why isn't this three? Uh, I just don't. I, I don't really want to step in the way of Josh Allen and like. I, there's a version of Josh Allen where he just isn't a guy who shows up in a in a, in a tough spot away from home, and so I, I'm gonna. I think 49ers come in here. I think they run the football. They have all their receivers back, and I think they run Shanahan's offense. And this is this is maybe one of the more surprising outcomes of the week. So I'm gonna take the Niners. You're gonna take the Niners. I'm gonna take the Niners here. Wow. I think something about this being a random road game for them is gonna be like motivating. And meanwhile, Buffalo has Pittsburgh on deck, and that's a huge game for them. Uh, so, you know, non-conference road spot. I understand your angle that they're both playing a non-conference yeah. road spot, but I think this Shanahan team seems to be getting uh, healthy, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into that health. I'm still I'm still fading Nick Mullins. That, that's fair. It's very fair. the The line is the most suspect part of this, and it's part of what's bringing me to the San Francisco side. Tuesday night football, 
Yeah. What the fuck? Two Monday nights and a Tuesday night. It's gonna be DFS slate for the recap show oh, is gonna it's be perfect. delicious. The three game DFS slate and three games to pick player props from. We don't have like a real spread for this one. The yeah. look ahead was Let's, seven. We'll pick it on the uh yeah, on the so recap we're, podcast. We're gonna pick it on the recap podcast and stay tuned for who we're gonna choose. I have to warn everyone. Da- will this be part of the free roll football contest? Yes, it will, right? Yeah. Okay. You're just gonna have to put it in, put your pick in when the line posts. Baltimore, uh, or I'm sorry, Dallas is a close your eyes special here. So, not that we would, not that we would dabble with that, but that that is a thing we should talk about, Sean. And Ravens have a very weird schedule after playing that Wednesday night game. Then they have a Tuesday night uh, hosting the Cowboys, and then they have a Monday night at Bolt at Cleveland. Looking ahead there, so interesting sandwich spot. But uh, I mean, I might have to fade the non-conference road team. Andy Dalton on the road. <laughs> You can't make the spread big enough, and <laughs> and and I'm guessing that Lamar's back. Lamar is back. So again, if the NFL really wanted to do Baltimore a favor, they would have moved the game till it, after the season, where Lamar could easily play. It's a sandwich. Create a week 18. It's a it's a sandwich spot, but Baltimore can't lose any more games. No, and and the Cowboys are really bad. I mean, <laughs> I know you were on your vision quest, uh, you know, microdosing on tryptophan or whatever. In, in the <laughs> desert there, having one slice of turkey Just <laughs> as not to disrupt your uh, soy balanced I had lifestyle. Lots of meat, lots of meat. Oh wow, okay. He's back on the meat. Back on the meat. I just read that uh Canadian podcast review and he, he said you were a vegetarian, so but the the coaching behind that uh, the Cowboys disaster against the uh, football team, like if you just looked at that score forty one sixteen, you would think they had no chance in that game, but they really did. Yeah. I mean, those fourth down calls, that fake punt. They were just really bad coaching decisions, and then the couple times they got in the right spot, skill players just completely fell apart. So I, I think they are completely out on this coach. So just to be clear, people will have to tune in on yeah. Sunday bef- for the pregame show to hear that we're going to take the Ravens against the yes. Cowboys, or not a pregame show, the recap show. Yep. To hear that we're going to officially pick against the Cowboys to make it official. To yes. make it official. All right, Kramer. Time for the lock dog tease presented by the good folks over at mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP, where you can play, win, and get paid. You're up, dude. All right, I'm up. You're up. I got a. I'm I'm swimming around a couple locks that are looking pretty interesting here. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, while you're thinking I uh, you did talk me off the the making the uh, Chargers my lock ledge so oh okay I won't be New I England be does have lock potential there I don't know about that no uh, I do like New England a lot but I'm gonna go Buffalo minus one lock it up Josh Allen this Bills team they're just good man they're just a good team for my dog such a sucker for the Bills yeah why not they're they're winning a bunch of games uh the dog Houston. That's tempting because this Colts team figures out ways to lose. But the Matt Patricia FU bowl, that's interesting. That's only plus 135. Atlanta. You know what? I'm going to go uh, Browns, Cleveland, plus 215. Yeah. I, I, this Tennessee team, I'm just not completely sold on. For my T's, this, uh, this is relatively easy. T's, Pittsburgh down to minus one and a half. <laughs> relatively easy. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh minus one and a half. Seattle down to four. Mm. Like Billy said, a lot of interesting tease opportunities. And uh, Miami, 
down to five and a half. Maybe I sh- should put in a uh, Green Bay there, but I'm going to hold out hope that the Eagles pull out a miraculous victory and I lose my pick. So Buffalo is the lot. Cleveland is the dog. Pittsburgh, Seattle, Miami is my tease. Kramer. For my lock, give me Mike Zimmer, Minnesota, laying the ten against wow. Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going extra chalky for my lock this week. For my dog, is it is it okay to have the same dog when that dog means you're making yourself part of the dog pound? <laughs> because, or or would you prefer I picked a different one? Well, it's up to you, Ryan. You follow. Have we heart. done a single double dog all year? No. So that could be either good or bad. Also, it is fun to throw <laughs> really is, could, could, are those the two possible those are the two options. But <laughs> we have, you know, it is fun to throw out a a two team parlay with our dogs, money line straight up. That's always fun. But if that's not in your heart, then it's not in your I, heart, right? San Francisco is the dog. I know you like them. No, bad no, uh, the, Ryan, bad the, the other the other dog I would throw out would be would would be. Atlanta, but I, I'm gonna <laughs> give me give me. We Cleveland. just keep going against give Taysom Cleveland. Hill. Give me Cleveland. All right, Cleveland plus two fifteen on the money line. What are you looking three team teaser? Well, I I didn't hear you. Did you throw the Packers out there? No, I didn't oh, include you, him. You in forgot my to include that one. Give yep. me the Packers minus two and a half. Okay. Give me the Falcons plus eight and a half. Wong would be happy. Yep, it's a very uh, Wong like teaser. And then the last leg of my Wong. tease. Cox. Give me the Niners up to plus seven. Mm, straight, up there, Ryan. straight up, straight up, rough tease. All right, for the Capper Cup, are we going with my lock for the double? Uh, yeah. All right, we can go with your lock no. as the double pick. I mean, I don't want to disturb the forces that we've been we've been alternating. Yes. So then, my mine is the lock Buffalo minus. Uh, I think Capper Cup. It's two and a half. Oh my god. Minnesota minus ten, get them in there. I guess we're gonna put uh, Cleveland. What's that spread at? Which one? The Cleveland spread in the Capper Cup. Is it six? Efforting. Uh, they in the Capper Cup. Cleveland is plus five and a half. Mm. We should take the Dolphins. Cleveland plus five and a half. Miami minus. That's we, a big number. We like that one though. Dolphins are shit. 11 and a half. Yep. So it's the same. Feels like we could use one more dog to round out the card, right? We don't force it. Yeah, you're right. We don't force things like that. Now, uh, we we both does Pittsburgh have a line in the Capper Cup? Oh yeah, they do. It's minus nine. That that could be one angle that we were we we weren't I don't think we were the other one was the Raiders. Uh unless you want to just do Green Bay. I don't know why we're we're mm. We cashed with fading the Eagles last week. That is one of our few cash points. Um, I don't know. Green Bay. Uh, no, I can't do Green Bay, Ryan. They All might right, actually. Well, pull if you it want a dog, week. do we take Arizona? Do we take Atlanta? No, I don't. I, I mean, those anymore? are both. Those are both scary. I, those are hot stoves. I don't want to touch them. I feel like it's between Raiders and Steelers. Raiders. All right. Las Vegas Raiders lay in eight points. So gross. This in, is our week, Sean. We're this due. is. No, actually, they're laying nine in the Capra Cup. Whatever. It's, it's, not, it's not a key number. Who it's cares? Not ten. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast.
Again, get those reviews in for Merch Monday. Also, check out Let It Ride, our uh, gambling podcast game show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed. Check out Billy on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Of course, Colby Dant, Patty C. College experience, tons of college basketball and college football. He's, they're cranking out the podcast. It's goddamn podcast factory over there. So tune in to that. Um, yeah, get those reviews in. And again, Thrive Fantasy, sign up. Send in the screenshot podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com for your chance to win some SGP gear. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. All right, Sean. Cram, let it ride. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.